Hello and welcome to another episode of From the Beginning here at Heavenward Thinking. Today we're talking about Sarai and Hagar in Genesis chapter 16. So I'm going to read it and we'll dig right in today. Now Sarai, Abraham's wife, had borne him no children. She had a female Egyptian servant whose name was Hagar. And Sarai said to Abram, Behold, now the Lord has prevented me from bearing children. Go into my servant. It may be that I shall obtain children by her. And Abram listened to the voice of Sarai. So after Abram had lived ten years in the land of Canaan, Sarai, Abram's wife, took Hagar, the Egyptian, her servant, and gave her to Abram, her husband, as a wife. And he went into Hagar, and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, she looked with contempt on her mistress. And Sarai said to Abram, May the wrong done to me be on you. I gave my servant to your embrace, and when she saw that she had conceived, she looked on me with contempt. May the Lord judge between you and me. But Abram said to Sarai, Behold, your servant is in your power. Do to you as you please. Then Sarai dealt harshly with her, and she fled from her. The angel of the Lord found her by a spring of water in the wilderness, the spring of the way to Shur. And he said to And he said, Hagar, servant of Sarai, where have you come from and where are you going? She said, I am fleeing from my mistress, Sarai. The angel of the Lord said to her, return to your mistress and submit to her. The angel of the Lord also said to her, I will surely multiply your offspring so that they cannot be numbered for multitude. And the angel of the Lord said to her, behold, you are pregnant and shall bear a son. You shall call his name Ishmael because the Lord has listened to your affliction. He shall be a wild donkey of a man, his hand against everyone and everyone's hand against him, and he shall dwell over against all his kinsmen. So she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her. You are a God of seeing. For she said, truly here I have seen him who looks after me. Therefore the well was called Ber Lehar Roy. It lies between Kadesh and Bered. And Hagar bore Abram a son. And Abram called the name of his son whom Hagar bore Ishmael. Abram was 86 years old when Hagar bore Ishmael to Abram. So in Genesis uh, chapter 16, we see, as I mentioned last week, we see that Abraham uh, has a hard time always trusting in God's promises. Sometimes he has faith, great faith, that was credited to him as righteousness. And we see that awesome faith that we should try to model our lives after. But here in Genesis chapter 16, we see that he uh, gave into um, the suggestion, the proposition that his wife, Sarah, uh, here known as Sarai, was suggesting. He uh, and Sarah decided that they were going to do, uh, they were going to accomplish God's plan themselves. They were going to take it upon themselves to do something uh, that God already had promised he was going to take care of it and that Abraham didn't have to worry. He didn't have to do something. God was just going to do it if he would just be faithful to God. And here we see that they tried to rush into something and it caused a great deal of uh, confusion and pain uh, and a lot of uh, suffering later on as we have uh, the descendants of Ishmael, the descendants of Isaac, Abraham and Sarah's uh, child later on, we see that there is a lot of war that goes on between these uh, these factions that, that all came from a choosing not to believe in the faithfulness of God, choosing to do something on their own, make something happen, just accomplish something through their own strength, their own means. We see that they tried to uh, circumvent the process and do uh, what God had already promised to do himself. And so that's an important thing that we make sure in our own lives, that we're not jumping ahead of God's promises. Many times he'll promise something to us and we just get really excited and we try to do it ourselves. We jump way ahead of God's timing before we seek him through prayer and make sure that we are letting his will be done. We try to accomplish it in our own will, in our own timing, in our own ways. And that's 
really bad choice that we make time and time again, just as Abraham and Sarah made. It, it causes problems when we try to do things and fulfill God's promises on our own. When the Lord tells us uh, to just trust in him, that he's going to take care of us, he's going to do something in our lives, he's going to call us to something, we need to make sure that we're seeking him and not our own will and not making things happen. Uh, a lot of time we get in trouble as Christians when we just try to make things happen and when we just try to uh, make a name for ourselves, make a ministry grow, make uh, something grow great in our lives happen, that God's, maybe he's revealed it to us and, and it's going to happen, uh, but we just push too far, too fast, too soon, and we get in trouble every time, just as we see here in this chapter. So I challenge you uh, this week to make sure that you are seeking after the Lord in his timing, and that you're seeking him through prayer, that you're making sure that your actions aren't going ahead of where God is leading you, uh, but that you're following after the Lord, that you're diligently seeking where he's leading you. If he's made you a promise or told you uh, something's going to happen in the future, don't get ahead of him. Uh, don't try to make it happen on your own. Just make sure that you trust in God, trust in his timing, and make sure you're being faithful to him. As we've continued to go back to in this series talking about Abraham, we're reminded of this faithfulness that we need to have toward God and the faithfulness that God has toward us. And it's this constant battle back and forth of, is Abraham going to be faithful to God? Is he going to trust in God's faithfulness? Or is he going to doubt the faithfulness of God? And he's going to do things on his own. We've seen a couple times where he's shown great faith, a great response to what God's doing. And then we see here where he doesn't necessarily show that great faith. He has doubts, maybe. He has uh, this desire to make something happen. He had been very old and he, he was being promised that he was going to have a son and his wife was beyond uh, the years of bearing a child. So they tried to do it on their own. What happened? A lot of problems that came about and we see the uh, the tension uh, and the uh, disunity that comes in to the family here where we have Sarah and Hagar really hating each other and, and causing lots of problems for Abraham to have to deal with. And, and we see uh, another thing in here that uh, Sarah drives out her uh, servant and she uh, goes into the wilderness and the Lord uh, sends an angel to appear to her and, and she uh, gets a promise. God shows mercy and compassion towards uh, Hagar and Ishmael, even though they weren't supposed to be the, the fulfillment. They weren't the fulfillment of God's promise to Abraham. Uh, he still promises something to Her Hagar and Ishmael. He promises that he is going to make Ishmael in, uh, into a, a great multitude of a people. He still is faithful to take care of these people. He, he's working things out, even though this wasn't uh, this wasn't the plan. They were doing something that had been outside of what God's promise had been. And yet God still finds a way to make things work together for good. As we're going to see many times throughout scripture, God's plans are always bigger than our plans and his ways are always higher than ours. He's able uh, to work around our failings uh, constantly because we have a lot of those. And we see that here in this chapter. So challenge you to this week, Stick to God's plan for your life. Stick to being faithful to him. Don't have doubts. Make sure you are seeking after him and his will. Well, hope you've been challenged by that this week and that you'll join us next week as we tackle Genesis chapter 17.